0: Hello and welcome to Bad Witch Podcast. Did I say witch or bitch? (laughs) Bad Witch Podcast. I think I said witch. The podcast where we're going to get our witch shit together one spell at a time. And speaking of spells, today's the day. That's right. This Bad Witch Wednesday, we are finally going to get into candle magic. I know. I know. It's what everyone's here for. It's what everyone's been asking about. Uh, By everyone, I do mean like 50 people. But that's more than enough. Pe- we can do this with one person, you know. As long as someone's interested, I'm here to help. So, um, no brag, but I am back on iTunes. <laughs> Turns out, and and I, I didn't know this. Um, if you have a, and if anyone's ever interested in starting a podcast, here's a tip from me to you. If you are ever interested in starting a podcast. And you want, you know, you've recorded and you uploaded, You get your RSS feed. Still don't know what that is, but I have one apparently. Um, when you upload it on iTunes, if you say even one uh, swear word and not even like a biggie, like a damn, like the ones I say, uh, you have to mark your podcast as explicit. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, we don't talk about anything graphic, you know, no violence, no true crime no crazy sex talk. I mean, we will now we have a full range because I have to market explicit anyway. So we're going to talk about everything. Um, but yeah, so that's what got me taken off of iTunes. If you couldn't find me for a couple days, that's where I was. I was in iTunes jail, I guess. <laughs> oy, oy, oy. But we're back. I'm back. We are here on Bad Witch Wednesday. How are you? I've missed you over the week. I've thought about all of you. I've thought about the pod and like what we do this week. Um, did you do your homework? Yeah, it was simple <laughs> same the same as it was week one. Did you meditate? I hope so. I hope everyone took a little time for themselves. you know it it's really not about me trying to push this meditation thing on you, even though I am hundred percent doing that it It's about taking time for you. And it's about, even if you aren't, you know, practicing your witchcraft yet, even if you're just kind of learning about it and you're just here because you saw the name witch and you like the, the cool mo- the moan, the moon the cool moon logo <laughs> that you saw. Welcome by the way. Um, you know, it's, it's just about having a little quiet for yourself, checking in with yourself, seeing how you're doing. Uh, so yeah, I hope you did meditate. I did once. Oh, I know. I should be a better example. I know. Um, last week, I talked about having an a shock, a shockic, as It's a hard word for me. Um, reading, and during it, um, I was told that my chakras are out of balance, which made perfect sense to me because of the chakras in our body. I only knew about the top ones. <laughs> I mean, I knew there were some at the bottom, but I, the top ones were the only one that like registered to me. And what I was told was those are the ones that are very engaged and they're shining brightly and they're very intense, but I have totally neglected my bottom, my, my lower, not bottom, my lower chakras. So, um, my meditation was about balancing chakra. I found it on insight timer. That is the meditation app that I really love to use. Um, use, use, use. Yes. Um, there's a meditation for everything and they're all guided. I mean, not all guided, but most of them are guided, which is very, very helpful to me because, um, as I mentioned, I have anxiety and my brain just likes to go for a hundred miles a minute. So when I have a voice that I can focus on that can guide me through a meditation and visualization and, um, You know, just what I'm trying to manifest and what I'm supposed to be focusing on, it helps tremendously because if I don't, I'm going to get through about 30 seconds and then be like, wait, when does my dog need to go to the vet? Oh, did I shoot that outfit? What day am I leaving for portrait? Like, just all over the place, out of control. So insight timer, your homework again is going to be meditation. It's going to be homework every week. Um but yeah I did a chakra one. I will definitely dive into chakras more because now that I have uh acknowledged my lower ones, which uh, are my solar plexus, my let me acknowledge them now because I haven't done it today. My sacral and my roots chakra. Um I'm going to talk more about that in another episode because I'm like very intrigued by that. I'm like, "Ooh, what is this?" And what I was told is because I spend a lot of time in my head and also just kind of floating around, you know, just in a, a, figurative sense in space and in time, I have totally ignored my lower chakras and those are the ones, especially your root literally that roots you to the ground. Um, I'm a flighty ass Pisces, so I'm always just floating around space. But, uh, I was told, you know, focus more on your root chakra because it's going to be that like grounding, Feeling and force that's gonna make you not feel so, so untethered. That's the thing. I feel untethered all the time, and I think I'm always searching for something that I may already have, because I'm not focusing to being rooted down to anything. I'm like, oh, let me just go float over here and do. <laughs> the way I told, um, the wonderful woman who did the reading for me, the way I told her I feel is like I'm like a balloon, like I just I'm full of. I was gonna say hot air. <laughs> I'm not full of hot air. I'm full of, you know, just like this light helium and I'm just floating around and like having a great time and, Oh, what's that over there? Let me go visit this. But I do need to like, let some of that air out, put my feet on the ground, you know, assess the situation around me and see what it is that I already have that I'm, I'm spending all this time looking for because a big theme in my life has been, um, not necessarily a feeling of like there's something better out there, but a feeling of, well, what's, what's next, what's possible, what's happening, you know? And, and I don't think I've been aware. And and she intimated to me as well, that I'm not aware of how much I do have and how much of what I'm seeking is already in my possession. So I'm definitely going to be doing more chakra work. We're going to talk about chakras. Uh, But that was my meditation. I did 45 minutes. I fell asleep during it. (laughs) Great, but I, I tried to finish it all out. It was great because it started with the root chakra and worked its way up. So at least I got to the three that I was really neglecting. <laughs> um, and just the top chakras are the ones, you know, that have you connected to the psychic realm and your spiritual realm and, you know, all, all of those wonderful things where I definitely do spend all of my time. So going to just start balancing with that. Um, yeah, but I hope you all meditated. Please, uh, you know... Email me or DM me and tell me what meditations you've done, which ones you'd like. Uh, I know I use insight timer, but I'd love to hear what other people use. Um, I think I tried to use headspace. Is that one? But I don't, I can't remember why I didn't like it. It was probably that I didn't even like it. I just was like, I'm not going to meditate. And I deleted it. (laughs) And insight timer is like the one I can always remember. So that's what I go with, but it really is great insight timer. So yes, Candle magic, get your wands out, get your crystal balls, get your uh matches like fire starter over here, <laughs> and let's get this going. So, we gotta talk about colors, right? Is that the first thing we should talk about, or should, we... yeah, 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 colors. So, everyone knows this one red, pink, say it with me. Love, love magic, love candles, love spells. Um. And, you know, disclaimer is always with this podcast, everything that I share with you is from my beliefs and my perspective and what I've been taught. It is not be all end all. I did not write the Wiccan Bible, which I do have a copy of. I don't know if this is the official one, but I didn't uh, write the book on witchcraft. It's older than me. It's older than time itself. So these are just my suggestions and beliefs. Just put that out there. So red and pink, love magic. Oh, the most tempting magic of all, isn't it? <laughs> the one that we all dabble in when we first uh, get a hold of any kind of candles and spell set and we feel like we might have a, um, you know, some some gifts, if you will. <sighs> Gosh, sorry. I'm just reflecting on all the love spells I've done that have gone horribly wrong. <laughs> so pink pink, you know, the lighter color, it's, it's, uh, more about romance. It's more about self-love, which I think a lot of people neglect when they, they think about love spells, love spells. What did I say like that love spells. Um, it's, I think people don't ever realize that that is something you can do for yourself is that you can absolutely do spells to encourage self-love with yourself and, um, you know, to focus on self-love and self, self-love is, so important when you were, look, this is just a side note. Um, when you're looking for love and you're waiting for your soulmate and you are doing, you know, love spells and candle magic, because I don't want to be cliche and be like, you're not going to find the right person until you're ready, but it's true. (laughs) You're not going to find the right person until you're ready. And I know everyone's not everyone. I know some people are going to say, well, all of my friends have boyfriends and fiances and husbands and wives and partners. And you know, they're a mess. Okay. Yeah. They're a mess. They're not really the right person. Most of the time, that's a secret from me to you and you to me, people, people will be comfortable before they'll be with their soulmate. People will settle Before they'll wait for the right thing. Okay. So we're going to go in that in depth in that, uh, with that. What am I trying to say in, in that concept? Sure. Uh, in our specific love, sex, romance, not romance, you just love and sex (laughs) episode that's coming up, which I will be doing around Valentine's day because I just remembered, uh, Valentine's day is coming up, which how serendipitous, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. And something I always have to tell people when I'm doing my readings is, you know, you know, that episode of sex in the city where Charlotte's like, I've been dating since I was 15. Where is he? (laughs) Sometimes you have to understand that even if you're ready, your soulmate may not be ready. So it's not all on your timetable. It's when you're both ready, you know? So it's kind of like take the ego and the self out of it. But with self love, which is not, you know, centering your love life around yourself, but it's. How you feel about yourself, how you treat yourself, how you see yourself—pink candles are wonderful for that. So pink again is romance, self-love, romantic love. Um, you know, not not the the wild stuff. <laughs> the wild stuff is the red candle. The red candle is passion. It's sex. It's fire. It's it's romance also, um, but it's lust. It it is just it is that girl. You know. In fact, I used to go to this um, witch store uh, when I lived in New York, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was in the East Village, and I'm sure if you live in New York, you know exactly what I'm talking about because it's very famous, but uh, me and my friends would go in when I was living there, I think I already said that, and we would... I think we were like 23, 24, 25. And we're like, oh, boys. <laughs> Before I was jaded about men, I guess. And uh, we would get love, uh, uh, sex candles that I, I can't remember if they were in the shape of a man or in the shape of a penis. <laughs> I feel like they may have been like penis shaped. And um, we would get that and then uh, a Scorpio candle because, you know, Scorpio is like, everyone knows about Scorpios. My uh, ascendant sign that that's where it is. You know, that's love, sex, fire, passion, all this stuff. Even though it's a water sign. Most people think it's a fire sign. It's a water sign. Um, that's where like the passion and the loss, it really sits there. So you put those together and literally wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> so Yes. Red is about that fire, that intensity, that passion, fire, you're sparking it. Right. So red and uh, pink, those are your love candles. Uh, we're going to talk about this more and the love episode coming up, but when you do love magic, you are not allowed to do anything that goes against anyone's consent, okay? So no saying, um, I have a big crush on this person and I want them to fall in love with me. (laughs) You can't do that. Um, I mean, you can do that, but it's another one of those be careful what you wish for because you never know who's listening, right? Situations. You cannot say, you know, to do a spell for, to get your ex back. And you know, they don't want to be with you. And you know that, you know, some part of you knows that it's for the best, that you're not together. Not cool. Against your consent. We're not about, consent is a very real physical thing. And it's also a real spiritual thing. And it's a real emotional thing. And we're never going to cross that boundary, right? Promise me. <laughs> I promise I won't. You promise you won't. It's a not a nice area to go into. And you know, you wouldn't want someone to be with you because you made them, because you put something into play that wasn't meant to be. It's never gonna turn out well. I promise you. It is so much better to wait in life for the thing that's meant to be, because the things that are meant to be will always find their way. Even if you've been dating since you were 15 and where is he? I promise you. It will always find its way. And the things that aren't supposed to be in your life will always find their way out. Always. But what you don't want to do is take up a huge chunk of time with this placeholder that's not supposed to be there and, you know, just wasting parts of your life when this thing is just sitting there at the door waiting to come in and you wouldn't allow it in because you were so hell bent on a holding onto this thing that's not meant to be. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying this flippantly. These are life lessons. I am giving to all of you. I have done that. Trust me. So yes, no going against anyone's consent. Uh, no, I'm going to, uh, you know, this is a spell to make someone want to have sex with me. This is a spell to make someone want to be with me. A spell to make someone want to marry me. No, 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 no. Uh, for example, I can't do a spell to make Bill Skarsgård fall in love with me. And not just because that's a ridiculous thing, because when in the world will I ever meet Bill (laughs) Skarsgård? But also because I respect Bill Skarsgård and I want the best for him. And I'm probably not the best for him because I'm not his soulmate. So I can't put that out into the universe because it's just going to get all wacky. And you know, if if, it, if I put it out and it did work and I did a spell and he did fall in love with me, I'm going to feel so bad for Bill Skarsgård because who knows what this is what was meant to be. So don't do it. Don't do it. That's another thing with all magic. And I think we have touched on this before, but no time like the present, right? You have to manage your expectations. If you, <laughs> say, I'm going to light this red candle. And within a week, my long, uh, long lost love will return to me. And in a month we'll be married. And in six months we'll be pregnant. And in a year we'll have kids. No, no, I don't care how powerful your magic is. The chances of that happening are very slim, (laughs) even with magic on your side, manage your expectations. A lot of people get so frustrated, like, like with meditation, they get so frustrated because we are like, generation of people that are so into instant gratification. I'm addicted to instant gratification. I talk about it all the time. I, this is my two favorite things is instant gratification. And when people do things for me, it makes me so happy. I love it. But you are going to trip yourself up so much in your witchcraft and in your practice and in your spell work and all of those wonderful things. If you can't manage your expectations, you know, and then you're going to give up on it. And we don't want you to give up. We want you to learn more and practice and And love it and have it be an intrinsic part of your life. So when we are doing our spells later, and I'm going to give you a spell, one little simple, simple spell that I love, you know, it's the quickest thing. No one can mess it up. I promise. We're going to start small. And if you are more uh, experienced, it doesn't hurt to get back to that root of, you know, just practicing something small, something to keep you grounded. So no going against someone's consent. And no, doing love spells on Bill Skarsgård because on the off chance that he is my soulmate, you guys better back off. (laughs) And uh, no uh, crazy expectations. You know, just manage your expectations. And I promise what you'll be able to do and build on is going to be so much more spectacular than just shooting some big shot and then being devastated that it doesn't happen. So red, pink, love, passion. All right. Next... Everyone's other favorite thing besides love and sex is money. <laughs> when I do a reading, I uh, do readings. The number one question is, uh, when will I get married? When will I fall in love? Is this person right for me? Right? And then the second question is, how's my new job going? Will I be rich? X, Y, Z. So green, no brainer, right? Green is money, prosperity. I like to do uh, abundance and prosperity hand in hand, right? I mean, obviously abundance and prosperity, for me personally, Abundance candles that I like to work with are orange and yellow. Um, I There's no necessary rhyme or reason to that. Green is, of course, fine. For me, Abundance looks orange and yellow in my mind. Um, it feels like that. It feels warm. It feels bright. It feels like yellow golden. It feels... It's hard to explain. It, it's just... It's just a... Uh, uh, Feeling. I mean, that's the best word I can use. It's just the feeling that I have. That's what it is to me. I think it does have a connection to the goddess Lakshmi. I hope I'm saying that right. She's a Hindu goddess. Um, one of my favorites to work with, and she, you know she's all about light and, and just pouring light and abundance over you. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when I see it in my mind, it is yellow. It is cascading. It is like golden coins coming forward. It is just this abundant light. It is this unending light. You do not have to see it that way. You do not have to work with orange and yellow. That is a Mickey thing. Um, But for me, abundance specifically is that. And then prosperity, of course, I'll use a green candle. Green is money. Hello, there's a connection. Um, Again, with abundance, it's the same thing of manage expectations. Don't light a candle and say, I will get a windfall of a million dollars (laughs) tomorrow. And it's also about um, not consent in this arena, but it's about... Um, positive intention. Intention is big with handle magic because I'm so glad there is a, a motorcycle. I hope you guys can't hear that. It's like a motorcycle rally going by my window. <laughs> um, cons- uh, not con- sorry. Consent is of course important in some arenas, but intent is really important because it's what you're going to get back again. So if you go with positive intentions, you get positivity back. You go with negative intentions, negativity back. You should not Ask for money by means of someone dying, <laughs> by means of someone being fired from the job that you want, by means of someone getting hurt or injured. We are not going to be like uh, snapped insurance policy queens where we are going to try to hurt other people to collect on money. That is a uh uh-uh, uh. No. Now, what you absolutely can say is um, please bring me an abundance of opportunity. I want an abundance of time, of ideas, of uh, support. All of those things, all those tools that you need to bring more prosperity in your, to your life. And you can, of course, say, you know, I've had this job interview. This is the spell I'm going to do to uh, to secure that position for me. Now, will it always work? No, because it, it does depend on what's meant for you and not necessarily what you desire. But there's no harm in, in doing a spell when there's no harm, you know, in the intention of the spell. So... You know, again, it's all about don't violate someone's consent. Don't wish harm on anyone. Don't, you know, just like be cool. Everyone just be cool. Don't be all uncool as as my Countess Lu I was going to say Goddess Luann, <laughs> Countess Luann would say. And doesn't she just have some, I mean, look how her life has turned out against all odds. And her arrest and all that. But anyway, um, I'm sorry, I'm talking about her because I saw the Real Housewives of New York trailer today and I it like cured my anxiety and depression. I was so happy. <laughs> they, they just make me so happy. Anyway, so I have them on the brain. But yes. Oh, and again, Sonia Morgan and her abundance candle. What a great role model for all of us. I'm just kidding. Um, so yes, yellow, orange is abundance in my mind, and green is prosperity. So you would light a green candle for money work for uh, any money spells, anything for uh, opportunity, I would use a green candle. Green also represents luck, of course, you know, the luck of the Irish and four-leaf clovers, and it's almost St. Patrick's Day. Well, not almost. Uh, you know, although it, like January to March holidays run together for me, I think they're like back-to-back for some reason. But yes, green is luck. Um, so it's not just about money. It's luck. It's, um, what word am I missing? Success. Luck, success, there it is. Um, So, if you are already in the middle of a project, it's a great candle to use for a spell to make sure that a successful end is met. So, money, success, luck, all of those wonderful things. Green is a wonderful earthy color. Um, I mean, to an extent, all of these colors are from the earth. Like earth is, it's this thing that tangibly provides for us. And you think of green, you think of you know this lush green of Well, not night now because it's winter and also, uh, we have like a big, um, uh, what's it called? Not ecological. Ecological. Basically everything's gone to hell because no one takes care of the environment. (laughs) Environmental. That's it. Uh, environmental problem. And, uh, but you know, if you close your eyes and you think about a perfect world, a paradise, you think green, you think of lush, you think of everything being provided to you. So green is great for abundance and prosperity for that reason. So next, let's see, what color do we want to use next? Um, Let's go back to yellow and orange a little bit because they, there are more traditional uses for it than what I, I use them for. One that is uh, really associated with orange is creativity. So it's great to do a creativity spell with orange to ask for your creativity to be unblocked, unlocked. If you're like me and you've been writing a book for 10 years, <laughs> almost 11, because my birthday is soon, um, orange is what I will burn to try to get those writer block out of place. But whew, even without writer's block, it turns out it's very hard to write a book. That's, that's just a note for me to you. Orange is also good for <clears throat> whew, allergies, right? Um, so sorry. I forgot to take my Zyrtec as always. I take my Zyrtec and I meditate the same amount, which is like once a week. So anyway, orange is creativity, but also opportunity. Uh, which again is a part of abundance. So I think that's why I kind of do just roll them all together in one, one nice little package. But if you creativity, a creativity spell specifically, I would grab an orange candle. I find that they do go, um, they are the most compatible. So for yellow, the other use would be really to bring positivity in, you know, you think of the light, you think of sunshine, you think of warmth, all those wonderful things. So which to me again is abundance, you know, an abundance of, of fresh air, and abundance of positive thoughts, and abundance of sunlight, all those things that are nourishing to us. Um, But if you wanted to just focus on positivity in itself, I would go with a yellow candle. So orange and yellow do have other uses. They aren't ones that are as common. Really, you're really, uh, really, you're really, come on. Um, You are going to see your reds, your pinks, and your greens more than anything else I find. And then your white and your black listen, <laughs> I think black is beautiful, obviously. And one thing I would love to change in the witch world, but also the regular world is the connotation that black is negative, that it's dark, that it's heavy, that it's evil. And, you know, it, it comes from, uh, you know, practicing black magic, dark magic. That's literally the name, right? Um, you know, not the best PR we, we got to work on a rebranding, but Black candles, people see them, they get nervous. They think it's for, <clears throat> for you know, summoning an evil spirit or um, putting curses and hexes on people. With any candle, any spell, anything you say or write or do, it's about the intention behind it. So no one says that a black candle has to, rec- has to not recommend, has to represent anything dark and heavy and negative and awful. Black candles are such a beautiful tool to have in your witch arsenal. So a black candle will do so much work for you. What it will do is suck up negativity. It will take all of that negative energy, negative spirits, um, harmful thoughts, harmful behaviors, even, you know, things that are unseen and things that are seen and things that you feel it'll suck it all up. And, and really, it's one of your best protectors. A black candle does so much protection work. Same with black crystals, black stones. Oh my God, we need a stone for a week. Oh my gosh, I just remembered. <laughs> okay, I will come back with one. I'm always, I mean to do it at the beginning, but I, I forget because I get so excited about what we're talking about. All right, I'm going to put it in. I yeah, yeah, after I do uh, black and white candles. So it is, it is a protector. So you light that candle and it's not going to breed negativity. It's not going to breed bad spirits. It's not going to breed, you know, nastiness. It is going to protect you. It is going to take the burden of negativity off of you. And it's, it's one of those wonderful candles that I feel like it's overlooked. So please add a black candle to your collection, to your altar. It's wonderful. And it works in conjunction with a white candle. So (laughs) as much as black has a negative connotation, I wonder where that comes from. Um, White has the most positive, right? It's, it's clean. It's fresh, it's light, it's a new beginning. <clears throat> For me personally, white candles represent enlightenment. That's what I like to burn when I am meditating. It's what I like to burn when I am doing um a, a spell that's not necessarily like has that has a tangible result, but one that is me saying, you know, I want to connect more with the goddesses, I want to open my mind, I want to strengthen my connection. It's just about brushing away all that excess And dwelling in this place of light and clean and new. So white, of course. White is also a protector. It's, to me, it does not protect as strongly as black. Because a black candle is just, especially when it's poured by a light worker, like the right people, or if you make your own and you put your own intention into it, it's just a bad ass candle. It's just there to be like, we're not doing this today or tomorrow. Like get away from our girl, get away from our dude, get away from them. You are protected and safe. So I kind of feel, I think of the black candle as like, uh, almost like a protective onto your uncle who's not going to let any, or like a brother or sister who's not gonna let anything happen to you. And a white candle is more like a mothering spirit that protects you in a sense of like guiding you in the right direction. Does that make sense? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm personifying candles. So does does that make sense? Just let me know. (laughs) Um, A white candle is also good to bring in peace, to bring in harmony, to bring in calm. I also like to use yellow candles for harmony, um, I just find yellow to be a very harmonious, happy, happy color. So white and yellow would be great for that. But for me, white is really, if you're working with spells that are about raising your own consciousness, raising your own ability, um, you know, working with goddesses and angels and all those, those spirits that come, I don't even know if I would say spirits, all of those entities, let's say that dwell in a place of light. Um, I like to use white candles with them but don't discount your black candle. Okay. It's not negative just because it's black. And that goes for most things, <laughs> honestly. So a lot of these candles kind of represent, um, you know, the same the different sides of the same coin. So you have green for luck, but blue is also a candle that is associated with luck. It's kind of what you gravitate towards. You know, like we always say, there's no right way to do this. We are bad witches, which means we're not going to do this the right way. Any even if, you know, we were told how to, we're going to do what fits best for us. And it's still going to, and work because you know we're bad witches we're good at this so blue candle is is going to bring in luck and good fortune as well um blue is also a protector if like I said it really is what you gravitate towards for me I like to work with like heavy hitters so I like a black candle I like a white candle I like a red candle <laughs> like what's going to give me the most dramatic result um you know but a blue candle if especially if you're a water sign and you're kind of drawn to like the peace and the calm of a blue candle it might be more your speed which is wonderful um, purple is kind of the same. I feel like purple and blue also get neglected a little bit. They're not like, you know, the the more powerful heavy ones that you go into a, a witch store <laughs> or any store. And you see those are those are the ones you automatically gratitude. Gratitude? Goodness, that had to be a Freudian slip. I need to do a gratitude meditation um, that you gravitate It's not gratitude, Um, but purple is also a little bit of protection. It's um, I would I don't use purple really ever, but I would use it if I was like trying to convene with goddess energies more. Um, Actually, it would be a good candle to use when I'm doing my card reading since I do work with goddesses. Um, To me, purple is very feminine, so if you're trying to uh, do spells that. Bring forth your feminine energy more, that work with feminine energy. That's the one I would go with. Yeah. I would do like a a, a white purple one to punch. Cause they they purple has a certain feeling of enlightenment as well. Yeah, yeah. I really don't use purple and blue that much, but I I need to. I need to. Not that I'm thinking about it. I, sorry, I'm just taking a second to think about your chakra colors. And, um, your candle colors and how I'm sure they ate each other, but the blues and the purples are all in the top register of your chakras, So they are something I definitely should be using more. Cause that's where, you know, my flighty Pisces mind is all the time anyway. So who do we have left? Oh, brown. I, okay, listen, brown is so neglected and it's such a, again, powerful, earthy, wonderful color. Um, brown is what I like to use when I am trying to remove blocks from my life and I am trying to uh, cut cords. We will definitely go into cord cutting in another episode. That is something I feel like you have to be a tiny teensy bit more um, uh, skilled to do. Uh, We will do cord cutting and we will also learn how to ice someone out, which is one of my favorite ways to get rid of people. (laughs) I mean, wait, not get rid of people like in a... Uh, you know, six feet under kind of sense, but to to uh, remove people that from my life that I no longer wish to have a connection with. Um, but yes, we'll we'll get there later. Not in this episode, upcoming episode. But um, brown, yeah, I love to use it to. You know, it, it's it's just something that feels very grounded, and so it makes me feel like I'm able to accomplish like things that are very, very important to me. So if it is removing roadblocks from my life, or it is something like cutting course people that cause me harm or negativity or just don't want anything good for me. And you know what we say? We deserve good. I deserve good. You deserve good. So we surely don't want no people in our lives that are bringing anything but good. Um, you know, that brown, the the, the earthiness, the, the color, it, it brings me back to earth and it puts my feet on the ground. And although it's not the color of the root chakra, that's red. It does make me feel rooted. And so it, it is the candle that I like to use to to kind of, you know, set everything straight. I don't know. It just, it feels very safe. It feels very, very grounded. It's, it's pretty much the perfect word for it. And taking out those things that don't belong there, you know, and, and putting your best foot on the ground. Is that a saying? I don't know. But that, that that's what I like to use it for. Um, I know some people like to use red. I'm sorry. I don't know why I have red on the brain. I don't know. Red is, red is my power color. So it's always just trying to make itself present. Although it's not my aura, it's my power color. Like that's when I wear red or when I'm like around red, I get all revved up. <laughs> so it's just making itself, it's coming through making itself known. But like, I know I got you red. You don't have to do that. Um, some people do use brown candles for like a house blessing, you know, your home, your roots in the earth, all those wonderful things. Um, I have, I, I would recommend a house blessing uh, before you start any candle magic. <laughs> Maybe make that your first, uh, you know, because when people come in and out of your house or even your own mood influence the atmosphere of your house and things linger, there's always energies. I was about to make my what third real housewives reference of the podcast, but decided to chill the F out and not do that. <laughs> okay. now I'm going to do it. So, you know, in season one of New, uh, New Jersey, Teresa is like, I'm not going to do the accent. Uh, she's like, you know, I don't want to live in someone else's house. It, sh- it skeeves me out. So that's kind of um, a very elitist way to look at life <laughs> to say, I need a brand new house built for me because it's gross. Other people have lived there. But in the spiritual sense, being in someone else's home, and especially when you move into someone else's home, there are energies that linger from that family, the family before the family before, um, you know, and even if you have bought uh, uh, built your house, Anyone that has come in and built it, worked on it, housewarming, party, all that stuff, all of those things collect. So I think a brown candle is a wonderful idea to cleanse your house and to protect your house and to say, this is what we're gonna let in and this is what we're uh, gonna kick the hell out. <laughs> Black candle's also good for that. So yeah, I think we've covered all our colors. That hopefully didn't take too long. It's, it's uh you know, it's a lot. Oh, and there's also... This isn't, um, one that I've seen a lot, but there's a place in LA I really like to go to and they had a chakra candle. So it hit all of the colors in your, I I call it like the register. I don't, I don't know if that's the correct term for it, but it makes me think of like your vocal register and going up the scale. So I call it the chakra register, which is a hard word for me to say, apparently register. Uh, So uh, that's wonderful if you are trying to balance your chakras. I know I've talked about chakras 18 times so far, but I'm just so intrigued by them at this point that we're going to have to do it maybe next episode because I'm so like into them right now. So yes, candle colors. Let's talk about fire and smoke. My favorite, you know, part of candle magic because fire starters we've talked about. So um, something that most people I think don't know is your flame. And your smoke both mean something. Uh, If you are going to light your candle and it just won't light, that is a bad sign. It is letting you know that something is blocking you um, with whatever you're trying to deal with. So sometimes you do have to clear out. Whenever I I talk about clear out in my mind, I see like brambles. You have to like um, in Sleeping Beauty where Prince Philip, Prince Philip, yeah, I think that's his name. He has to go through with the sword. Don't come for me, Disney people. He has to go through with the sword and he has to cut through all the thicket and the the thorns, I guess. Whatever, that force. That's what I see when you have to like clear things out in my mind. So if your candle won't light, like you literally put the flame to wick and it won't light, then that means that you have a blockage in place that you need to clear. That's something you can do with sage. It's something you do with Palo Santo. We've talked about smudging, right? Like the candle, say the, the spell clear out the energies, hit the corners, go back and try again. Even even your candle. I will light, um, say, if I don't pour the candle myself, when I bring it home, I'll light sage or palo santo and clear it out. Just, you know, people touch it. You touch it, someone's hand goes into the glass, the glass, the energy transfers into the candle. You don't want that. You don't know what their intention is, who they are, what their business is, but it's not your business. So once you get your candle lit, <clears throat> you'll be able to see the flame. Um, I don't, every candle I've ever lit in like the past, you two years, the flame is a dancing one. It just pulsates, pulsates, and it's jumping around. And to me, that is a sign of like I'm I'm finally doing the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. I have um, gotten myself on the right path. And it's kind of this expression of like of confirmation and like a happy way. Um if you have a very strong flame if you touch the the whatever you use I'll say matches to the wig and it just jumps up, that means that you are on the right track. You are Uh, in the right place to do that spell, you're in the right place to bring that thing into your life. Perfect. That is a great sign. Um, Sometimes you will light a candle and you will have that big, brilliant burst up and then it comes down to a tiny, tiny little shout. And uh, usually that means that there's some opposition or blockage in your way also. So um, even if you get the candle lit, if you see that almost dim, uh, sorry, not candle, almost (laughs) dim light, <clears throat> it's something that needs to be cleared out. There's something that needs to be cut. There's something that needs to be taken out because it's impeding your magic. And if you have the candle go out before the spell is complete and the candles run all the way down, it it doesn't mean your spell isn't going to work or hasn't worked, but it means that there's other things you need to address. It's okay to you know relight the candle, say the same spell, put the same intention into it, but it, it's, it's not going to be... So as smooth sailing as when, you know, it's the flame is bouncing around and making its presence known and working in like harmony in conjunction with you. So those are the flames to watch out for. One thing that also happens, actually, we'll go to that in a second. Um, when you are doing your spell work, okay, don't ever leave a candle unattended. <laughs> Just don't do it. I know people say, oh, put it down in the sink or put it on some, no, no, no. Don't put it in a bowl of water. Just, I, I just don't do it. I'm i I'm a nervous Nelly and I think I'm going to burn everything down. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not, it's, it's not going to age your spell to like have anxious energy around it of leaving it, of um, leaving it lit and thinking that you're going to, you know, take down the whole apartment complex. <laughs> so just don't do it if you're not comfortable. I wouldn't do it at all. Um, but if you do have to extinguish the flame to go somewhere, it's fine. It's not going to derail your magic. It's not going to hurt your spell. What I like to do is to snuff it out. Um, I don't have like a beautiful 18th century, (laughs) you know, like gold snuffer. I don't even know if it's called a snuffer. You know, the thing they use in like Beauty and the Beast or whatever. Um, I'll just take like a book and place it over the top and let the flame go out. And that way you're not (sighs) and blowing all of your work and your intentions away. You don't want that. You don't want to blow your flame out ever. Just, you know, let it peacefully go out. And then when you go to relight it, put the, you know, relight it just like you would and put your intention into it and say the same things and, you know, have a connection with it and you're, you're good. You're on your way. Um, so what I was going to say is one thing that will happen is your glass will crack. Um, I tend to look at that two different ways. One is that heat will just cause glass to crack. That is a physical property, right? That's going to happen. But on my witchy side, I'm like, you know, that is because of the intensity of what you're working with, especially if you're dealing with, um, you you know, something with love or something with negativity. I see it happen a lot with negative candles where it's taking in so much energy that the glass, glass will crack it doesn't mean anything that's going to hurt you. You're not going to be harmed. It just means, again, keep it in a safe place so that if it pops, if it cracks, if it gets pushed over, whatever, that you're never going to be in harm's way. It's not a dangerous situation. So those are the things to kind of look out for. What is your flame telling you? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Is it telling you that you have things in the way? Is it telling you that you have opposition? Is it telling you that 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 you have, you know, Blocks that need to be cleared out. The the flame is going to communicate a lot to you. So it's it's part of being in tune with your candle and not just passing your magic into it. Which speaking of, this is how I do it. (laughs) Again, not the be all end all. This is how I do it. So this is how I've always done it. I don't know where I got this from. I've been doing it since I was 10 years old, maybe. I rub my hands together. I create literal heat. And I just do it until I feel the warmth between my hands and I feel just energy, electricity. I cut my hands around either side of the candle and then I talk to it. I talk to it out loud. It's not a whisper. I use a very clear, strong voice. I don't want anything getting misconstrued. I don't want anything to get misheard. <laughs> I don't want any voices speaking over mine. So I just take that literal feeling of like warmth and heat and energy I and put into my candle base. I talk to it and then I light it. That's it you know, and I do, I have a few spells that I, I like to use. We're going to, I'm going to give you one in a minute. Um, but also I just will talk literally just talk to my candle, let it know what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what I need, what we're working on, what we aren't working on. Again, same thing with manifestation, right? And, and intention is you got to put the right intention into it and be very clear, Because if you say the wrong thing, you say it the wrong way, or you you let a little nasty comment slip out that you didn't mean, that's what's going to happen. And you don't want that happening. It's going to mess you up in the long run. So yeah, just make that energy, rub those hands together, get a good friction going. You know, if you're, um, what are those muscles called? I certainly don't know because I literally never work out, um, the ones in the back of your arm where it, like you get loose skin, right? That's like the ones you're always supposed to work out, but you could just like wear a jacket. So you don't have to. <laughs> when you feel those start to get sore, that you're you're rubbing in enough and you got enough like uh, energy going. Just place it around the candle, speak your intentions, speak your spell, Light that bad boy and you're good to go. Uh so yeah, let's let's say the spell. This is one that is very very simple. Um it's one that I like to give out during cycles. Like uh, when new year was, the new year was starting. This is the one that I I gave to a bunch of people. Um, but it's good anytime. It kind of hits all the key points you need. It's simple. I'm going to say it's simple seven times because I guess I'm trying to convince you it's simple. So it's into beginning, beginning to end, heart, health, and wealth. I welcome in. Okay. Into beginning, beginning to end, heart, health, and wealth. I welcome in. It's about the cycle, like the cyclic, cyclic, cyclical, there we go, <laughs> nature of life, of the universe, of of our experience on this earth, you know, and beginning, beginning to end. So you're creating a circle with that. You're creating a constant motion. So there's not going to be an end. You're just going and you're going and you're going, right? And then heart is love, love for others, love for yourself, romantic love, whatever that thing is that you're seeking out. Uh, heart health. I have to say it all together. (laughs) Heart health. So health, obviously, we want to be healthy. We want to be protected in our health. We don't want anything bad to happen to us. We don't want to experience anything painful or awful in the sense of like our personal health or accidents or anything like that. So heart health and then wealth. Um, wealth isn't necessarily money. It's just a word that rhymes, <laughs> but it's the wealth of love. It's the wealth of support. Um, it's prosperity. It is money, you know, also, cause you know, we could all use that and, um, abundance. So heart, health, and wealth is what I'm welcoming into my circle. It's this continuous thing that we're putting the spell out for, and it's what we're going to bring into our life. So it's a very, very simple little spell. I really love using it. I love giving it to other people cause it's not like a 20 verse iambic pentaneter that anyone has to remember that's the thing about spells like it's really hard you get you hear these like beautiful spells you see these beautiful spells like in um in uh in books and on pinterest or whatever but they're they're hard to remember so that's why a lot of times i just speak out loud what i want to happen and i i do have a tendency because um i'm a big reader i always have been i have an english literature degree like you know i'm a nerd. Um, I can kind of speak in that pattern of spell work, but I don't ever think to record them or write them down. So then I'm like, damn, wait, what was that spell? It was really good. (laughs) But you don't have to do that. It's not necessary. You can just talk to your candles, you know, let them know what you need and what you're doing and what your intention is. But yeah, I love that little spell. I would use that with a white candle, um, with a green, but of course my old favorites yellow and orange <laughs> for sure. Yellow and orange. You can use it with anything. Um, but yeah, I would try it out with white a green or yellow or orange, maybe even a pink. I wouldn't go as far as red because red is just like, I'm keeping red and black out because they're so intense. They, they, they're wonderful. They're, they are charged with power. So for a more like simple spell, I, w- I would go with a more of a gentle, Candle, especially if it's your first time kind of like dabbling in this stuff and dipping your toes in. But yeah, that is going to be your homework with this week, along with, oh my God, we never, I never did the crystal of the week. <sighs> okay. <laughs> We're going to do that in one second. So that is your homework this week, along with your meditation, which is always going to be an assignment. Uh, that's the spell. I, I want you to light a candle and practice saying it and see what happens. And, you know, Um, the best way to do it too, is I like to think of a spell like that, where you're actually saying like, you know, the chant, the rhyme, I like to think of that as an opener. And once you have opened the space and you've opened the conversation with your candle, then I like to say whatever I need to say. So if I say into beginning, beginning to end, heart health and wealth, um, I will say, you know, I'm harnessing this candle's light and this energy in this moment to bring more opportunity to my life. You know, whatever you need to say, you've opened it, It's ready to receive easy enough. So that's your homework this week. That's my little spell. I'm going in earnest to try to write some more spells and actually write them. And I'll just say them out loud and then be like, oh, that was a good one. Too bad no one will ever get to use it but me. (laughs) I'm going to in earnest try to um, write some more so it can be a continuing thing, right? Because this podcast is called Bad Witch. It's not called, you know, meditation talk or manifestation chat. We're, we're actually doing real work. We are practicing a real craft. So yeah, hell yeah, we're going to do it for real. So yes, homework this week. And I also remembered I didn't say anything about smoke. <laughs> oh, it's hard to uh, talk to yourself and keep yourself on track. And when you're so excited about the topic like I am, it's really hard to hit all the points that you mentioned you're going to hit. So smoke, <laughs> if your candle is um, emitting admitting black smoke, dark smoke, it means that it is taking away like negativities or blocks that might be in your way. If it's putting out a white smoke, it means that it's working. Um, But just like everything that you're going to practice, it's going to take time and effort. So, you know, don't, don't let your impatience, impatient nature that we all have. (laughs) I'm very impatient person. Um, You know, be frustrated by the time that it's taking. Cause some, you know, some candles will burn out in like two days. Like, you know, if you get like the, the big boys they it'll go out in 2 days and sometimes it takes like 6 or 7 and that is the work that it's putting in that it needs to get the job done you know so you can't you can't rush the process you have to be patient it's doing everything in due time you know and it's like the conversation we always have <laughs> the conversations that we always have that everything is happening in due time and what's meant to, what is meant to be will be and what's not meant to be won't so yeah what the the process and the progress that it takes is is all on the right journey. Don't rush it. Don't become impatient. Don't become frustrated. Just let it burn, as Usher would say. <laughs> let it burn. That is such an old reference. Um some of you are like probably 20 years old and you're like, what is this old lady talking about? <laughs> anyway. So uh we talked about the smoke, we've talked about the flame, um, you know, the duration that it can burn. And also if you hear the crackling, the popping Um, you know, sometimes I will, when I'm doing candle magic, I will hear almost like little voices. And I think it's to me again, it's just like the voices of the goddesses or angels or whomever I've asked to help me with that spell, um, communicating it for me and helping me get that work done. So yeah, don't be afraid of the little sounds it's making. Don't be afraid of the flame dancing, of it being big and jumping up and being brilliant, of it being tiny and meek. It's all working in a perfect rhythm for what it's supposed to be doing. And if your, grass, your glass, not your grass, if your glass does crack, then that just means that something really magnificent and a, a huge load was being taken and it had to be released. No, in a way, your candles are healers and protectors. You know, like we've talked about specific colors doing that, like um, black and white, but they, they really are like these soldiers that are there to help you do your work <clears throat> because they're an extension of what you're doing. Right. They're a tool. Um, but they're, they also are kind of like a guard against, you know, anything bad that might want to get to you. So that's why you will see <clears throat> the glass turning black or the black billowing smoke or I know I just said I was in it participate in the perpetuation of like black being a negative color, (laughs) but these are truths. Um, you know, and if you see the white smoke, it means you are being protected and things are going to go well. And, and you know, your, your magic is going to take the footing that it needs. So, there's so many things about candles. And every time I like take a second to think about it, I'm like, Oh, but I didn't say this. I didn't say this. So of course, like everything else we will be, um, revisiting it over and over again, (laughs) but your crystal of the week. I forgot, but then I totally remembered, and it's at the end, even though it should be at the beginning. But here we are. <laughs> We're bad witches. We don't do anything the right way, but we get it done. Um, let's. I decided this week that um, just right now, five seconds ago, <laughs> that our crystal of the week is going to be a citrine. It is one of my favorites. It is a. Um, you know, I was thinking because I've talked so much about yellow and orange, and you know, just the light that they emanate, and the candles that I like to use for abundance. And Citrine is the perfect stone for that. Um, it also is a perfect stone for your prosperity or your money candles, which I know I've told you all <laughs> this whole spiel about all the colors and what they do. But I know that, you know, for a chance you get, you're going to either be asking for love or money. So let's just put Citrine in the mix because <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> um, so yes, it's this beautiful yellow to amber stone. It uh, can have a very smoky quality or a more clear quality. It's one of my favorites. It's one that I always... Um, uh, carry when I travel. I keep it in my purse because it does bring luck. And to me, it's not necessarily like a luck or a fortune. It is just like luck, good vibes. It just radiates this like beautiful, wonderful energy that makes me feel very safe. Is I don't know. It just connects with my heart and it makes me feel safe. And so Citrine is what I always carry. But it is a wonderful stone to have for candlework with abundance or with prosperity, which is what I know you're going to go do. So I'm telling you right now to go get it. Um, so yes, it's good luck, luck, <laughs> good luck, success, um, abundance, happiness, joy. It's just a beautiful light stone. I'm a light worker. We are all light workers, right? No bad intentions. No like messing with anyone's consent. No. Uh, you know, putting th- anything bad out there. Right. So it's, it's a wonderful stone for light workers. It just, it just emanates and it radiates this beautiful healing energy. It makes me so happy when I'm around it. Even just, t- even just thinking about it and talking about it right now is making me so happy. It's like elevating my mood even more. And I'm, I'm in a pretty good mood when I do this podcast because I just like love this. And you guys, you all, and <laughs> talking about this so much. So yes, Citrine, it's a beautiful baby. Pick it up. Use it with your, um, abundance and prosperity spells with your orange and yellow candles, especially it's going to be such a wonderful aid to that. And when you do your spell and you do your homework this week, it will be even better if you have some citrine with you. So uh, this feels like a long episode. I have to see how I, I record it on, um, uh, what I record on. It doesn't tell me how long. I'm actually going. So who knows if it's three hours, who knows if it's 30 minutes. It's always a surprise when I upload. <laughs> it's definitely always a surprise, but who feels like it's been long. I definitely need to go get a glass of water and a glass of wine, maybe <laughs> and decompress from all this, uh, candle talk. But I wanted to go ahead and do this one for you babies, because this is the one that's been the most requested And as always, you can send me any requests, any questions, any, um, oh, I I meant to say this. I'm so glad I just keep talking. So things come to my mind. Um, I wanted to say if you are interested in doing a reading with me or card reading, you can also send that to thebadwitchpodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, you can book there. You can ask questions. You can say hello. You can tell me your signs. I'm dying to know. I'm so nosy about that. Um, you can tell me what topics you like me to cover, what crystals are your favorites. And I, you know, I certainly don't know all the crystals. I know some of them. Oh, you know, which one? No, that'll be next week. Wait. Yes. That'll be next week. Except I'll definitely forget whatever just popped in my head by head, <laughs> but thank you so much for tuning in. Please do your homework. Please do your candle magic. Please tell me all about it in the email. if You feel so compelled and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Goodbye.